All right, this is Steve. And this is Parnell. And this is our third podcast of uh, Flippin' and Mashin'. Episode 3. Yeah. We're still chatting. Still chatting, still trying. Now, you just went down to CES, so we need to know about what you saw, <laughs> what, what, everything else. CES is like, I don't know, E3 to me, and like PAX. It's something that I've always wanted to go to as a young adult. As soon as I heard about what CES was or what E3 was, it was something that was kind of unattainable. Wanted to go to it. And then as for work, we finally get to go to this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, what do they call it? You have to be in the industry, right, to get in. Which people just make up little tech companies, right, or news companies. And then I think on the last day on Friday, they let like maybe more of the public or the college kids come in. It's kind of just mm. a wild west. That's right. We've worked it before, so mm-hmm. you you've probably seen that, but. Right. Now, well, I didn't go down this year. You went down this year. Yeah. We were talking last time. You were thinking about bringing it on your Switch and stuff like that. Did you bring it down? Yeah, I brought the Switch. I loaded it up with every game, but what did I forget? Mario Kart, okay. which is what I wanted to end up playing. <laughs> <laughs> so I just picked up... I was about to buy Rocket League, and then I was waiting for the physical release. And then um, I had in the, the Rabbids Mario Kingdom Battle game. I haven't played that one. How was that? So... I don't know if you're familiar with the game called XCOM, or maybe even yeah, Jagged Alliance, I think. I don't where know it's it's tur- turn-based, kind of top-down turn-based. Okay, yeah. So it's you the get same so many, yeah, you get so many mm-hmm. moves. Then you can shoot your gun, and then like you have to go your next player or mm-hmm. the enemy. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the time, they kind of either like I like RPGs, but sometimes if they get too deep, like Oblivion or Elder Scrolls kind of stuff, it just I lose interest. It's too much to do. I just I'm bored. Sure. I don't know what I'm, going, I'm doing. I hear you. But this, they keep it pretty easy and fun. It almost feels like minions. Okay. Facing these rabbits, which are kind of goofy. I thought it might be too childish, but actually it's a perfect balance game of you're building your team. Because you can customize all your weapons and your stats, but you don't have to. You can just leave it and just keep playing. Okay. So you can make it as detailed or as easy to play as you want. So, um, actually, I on the way down, we, we had woke, well, I woke up at 4 a.m. to drive down to the cities and fly out. So the whole flight down, I, I just tried to sleep. Oh, okay. And I had a couple movies on my phone. I, I watched Bright on Did Netflix. You? Perfect. So, right. We'll have to go back to that in a second. Yeah, okay, that's right. All right. Um, I didn't play in the hotels either. We were super busy till. You know, we, we get done working, we wrap up, we clean up, then we try to get dinner, and that takes two, three hours, because right. you, you order food, you wait an hour, yeah. and every hotel's packed out, um, and people... It always takes longer than you expect when you Oh, and it, you know, it's, it was almost 200,000 people there, it's just packed everywhere. I mean, traffic right. from a two-minute drive is 20 minutes, hmm. when we went between hotels, but... Um, so I got to play Switch on the way home. I, I made, I held it. I had my little RDS carrying <laughs> sure, case. Sure. I got on the plane with it, and, and I was like, "Okay, this is it." Put put my bag up in the top, and I got my Switch, my phone for music and stuff. Uh-huh. So I busted out the the Rabbit's Kingdom. Played a played a bunch of that. Got I think my elbows are hurting, so I switched to. I was gonna put my Switch in tablet mode with my Joy Cons. 
out playing Zelda like a boss. Right. Whip, whipping my hands around, hitting my neighbors that were sure. coughing on me. Yeah. Um, but then I realized, so my Switch only had 50%, so I had put it in airplane mode. And so I put the kickstand out, set on my thing, pop the joystick cons off. I'm holding it on. I'm going, what the hell's going on? That They wouldn't sync. Oh. It needs Wi-Fi, like uh, Bluetooth or the Wi-Fi to connect. I think they're Bluetooth. They connect back to the, oh, really? the switch. So I had to turn airplane mode on. And then I was worried that I was going to burn the battery up being with the wireless. So I sure. freaking put them back on. I, pl- I played in handheld mode. And uh, re- I... It brought back memories of how great Zelda Breath of the Wild is, and I was loving it, except I got to this first little group of, I don't, Boca Boblins or something? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm so bad. Sure. Got to the first little group in this ravine where this kind of bridge was crushed. I mean, literally, like the first group of them. Right. And I got killed eight times in a row. <laughs> I kept going back to the same thing, thinking I could beat the blue kind of leader guy, uh-huh. and he just one club done. Because you only have three hearts when you start, like you're super, you're super if, weak. If you would have had your Joy Cons, do you think you'd have been able to beat him? No, I, uh, no. I, I kind of forgot a bunch of the that. Moves and yeah, stuff. like I didn't have my shield yet. I didn't have anything. I had scrub clothes on. I was pretty much running around with you know. I felt like 1700 sweat sweatsuit sure. and a stick. Sure. I found a bow though. So I was able to pop a couple of the red ones off, but then you run out of arrows so fast because there's not a lot of arrows. Um, but you can lock onto an enemy, but I forgot the button to dodge. Mm. So if I would have messed around more and figured out the dodge, I probably could have beat him and, and moved on with my life. But right. after that, I just got sick of it and turned it off. And I watched some Grand Tour, which. I think you were right. Once season two, episode one was super whiny, but the episode two and three were a little better. Like when he was driving the Ford GT. I didn't really have. You were talking with somebody else about that. I don't really have necessarily opinion with it. Oh, you didn't watch it, did you? No, I, I watched a little bit of it, okay. and, and I, 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 it's not my jam. <clears throat> like I started watching it, and I was like, "This is too boring for me," so I just oh, turned it yeah. off. Like it's just not my jam. That's all. It's. I'm sure it's a great show. Obviously, everybody likes it. It's part of their um, advertising scheme for, what is it, Amazon. Amazon advertised oh, yeah. Grand Tour. Well, they pay enough for it. Right. So it's not like it's a bad show. It's a good show. A lot of people like it. I, I just, I'm not into it. Yeah, they're still finding out their, their mix because it has to be different than than the old show. And it has to be their own new show. But like season one was all just them pretending to be the old. So I think it'll be better. Just It's going to need some time to... To smooth itself out. But CES was wild. Every time you work it, you don't have a ton of time to go do stuff. Mm-hmm. But Monday, I busted hump Monday morning to get all the work done and everything ready so I could run off to Stern's booth before the show opened to see if there's anything new. Sure. Um, and they had a couple machines there. Yeah, nothing was new this year. It was a cool looking booth. It was small, but it was a cool looking booth because you sent me a picture and it showed like they had like a big, huge pink popper. Oh yeah, that, that's what you meant. Yeah, so like in the middle is this big cylindrical tower. Right, and it at looks the, like a, looks like a, a at the top popper. is like yeah, at the top is like this pink dome 
that makes it now that now I understand what you meant by that. Yeah, it looks like a pop bumper. That's what they're called, called, isn't it? Pop poppers, right? Or am I wrong? Pop bumper. Yeah, pop whatever. Bumpers? Same thing. Sure. Same okay. Thing. <laughs> All right. But then they also um, what I didn't notice until for Thursday, there was a wire form ramp hanging off it with a ball in it. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, and then they had five machines around the pole. Uh, on the two desks, maybe they had three desks, but they had all their um, their virtual game. So the Pinball Arcade made a Stern game with them. Okay. So they had, I think, one of every console. P- okay. You know, PC, Switch, Xbox, PlayStation 4. And you could play, like, that version, which had, you know, that's the one on your phone. The, the yeah. Mustang and the Star Trek. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ripley's Believe It or Not. All those games. Um, and then they even had a VR unit. So you could put that on. and Really? You, and you can, like, look around the room... And see the table. So you tried that out? No. Oh. There's, they, they didn't, like, wipe it out. So I was just like, er, there's a lot of people coming through here. I'm not sure. going to touch this. Sure. Um, Thursday, when how, I had... Wait, one how new is that VR setup? Um, I think the Pinball Arcade brought it in maybe last year okay. in a big update. And we all thought we were going to get it in the, the PC virtual cabinet mode where you like you you can build your own cabinet put the tv in that's what that tv behind me is for right uh but they've never done that update even though they said they were going to so there's a lot of people on the internet that are all fired up about it okay but they're a small shop i mean we you know at our work it's right takes forever to get some out so so when when you put on the vr headset it does feel like you are i'm assuming at an arcade I, yeah, I think it's a room. Okay. I I didn't look in it. I think I'd have to ask somebody. I think it'd be cool if it wasn't just a room with one pinball machine, but if they put you in like an arcade. Oh yeah, so you have a whole line yeah. of games or stuff yeah, around. Yeah, you. you look back and forth, and it's like all of their games. It'd be funny if there's a like, creepy people behind you. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were cheering well, you. Well, I mean, on, but... you could have just NPCs wandering around theoretically. It would sound like it's that hard to make an NPC. They're just cheering. Go, Steve. Go, Steve. You could do that. You could just do that. put the pressure on you. Once you start getting higher and higher, all of a sudden the crowd keeps gathering more and more as you look around. Like, oh, it's crap. making you more nervous. Right, right. To try to build uh, uh, the pressure on you. Uh, so Thursday, I had more time to go back down, and I was gonna play because Monday I didn't get to play. I just walked by the booth quick, sure. snapped a couple picks. Um, and screwed away so they wouldn't notice me. Um, How many people did they have work in the booth? Maybe four. And I want to say one was from the pinball arcade. That makes sense. Um, they'd, have to, they'd have to have some kind of representative there. Yeah, someone else on the on the pin side forum said when they went, Gary Stern was there, the, the like the CEO owner. Uh-huh. And a couple other. Is it Jordy? He's like the marketing guy or something. Okay. So, I didn't see those guys. I saw a couple of the other uh, employees, but I didn't talk to anybody. Okay. So, so you when you finally had the chance to play? Yeah. So Thursday, I walked through. We're, we're, so we were in the Westgate. So that is, you remember walking a long, 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 long time to get to anywhere. Do you remember going to Stern last year? I didn't go to Stern last year. Okay. Do you remember the the building behind our building that had all the VR drone stuff? Yes. So they were in that building in the. Far back corner. Oh, so it took you like 30 minutes to just walk there. Walk, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, I heard there was a 700 and some horsepower electric Corvette. Couldn't find it. Saw, you know, a couple of the, 
Um, An electric Corvette. Yeah. That's just a prototype then. Yeah, they're making just a small batch of them. It's not GM. It's an aftermarket company. But they're charging $750,000 or something. So it's kind of unattainium. Jesus. Yeah. Pretty fast, I guess. Well, that's an obscene amount of money. <laughs> yeah. That's an obscene amount of money. But, okay. But it's electric. Well, Tesla's <laughs> handing them off for what? Under 100 k the new three is going to be thirty-five thousand, I think. Base. There you go. Uh, a bunch of the subwoofer booths, you know, had a Wrangler and a Raptor. A bunch of the what was the other new? None of those impressed me because it, it's just oh, modded. Up. It's well, not not just that. Okay, they are cool, but when I walk by them, to me, I see enough of these type of cars in life that it doesn't bother me. No, it yeah. has to be like a supercar to interest me. And they are kind of fast and furious dubbed. I mean, so if you're not into that anymore... And I'm not. You kind of get a little... Yeah, that doesn't interest me at all. Like, when I see a car that looks all jazzed up like that, it's like, ah, that's cool. I can see she spent a lot of money. And for you, it's probably really cool. But when I look at it, it doesn't even affect me at all. It has to be like a McLaren. Oh, speaking of which... You saw one of those. No. Oh. Mercedes new supercar or hypercar, whatever they call it. No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll show you a picture. All right, show me. Um, otherwise, I, I don't know. I wasn't really impressed. Like, oh, somebody in our tech stream sent me. Oh wow, I think it's gorgeous. Everybody kind of just has. Oh wow, TVs. Awesome. Big big this year was super thin TVs. Some new robot AI stuff and. Google, I think, took over half of L or LA, uh, Vegas, with their advertising. Yeah, everything was hey Google. Yep. But then, by the way, didn't it, it used to be okay Google? Oh, maybe. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that it used to be called okay Google and then switched to hey Google. <laughs> so I was confused when I saw on all these billboards. It, I mean, because I wasn't there, but from all the Twitter and everything else that I was seeing. Uh, oh, everything kept saying, hey, Google. Sure. And I was like, is that them like saying, hey, Google? <laughs> or or is that their oh, new yeah. words? Which, of course, it is. Because everybody's thing now is, hey, Cortana. Uh, hey, Alexa. Hey, Siri. Right, hey, right. Sure. So it makes sense that it'd be, hey, Google. Because, okay, Google felt too punchy with the words. Like, okay, Google. Instead of just, hey, Google. Yeah, it wasn't, it didn't feel like you were getting an AI ready. Right. Um, it's like you were just addressing it, but you weren't... Yeah, like there's no question next Correct. Correct. So I guess outside of the main entrance, there was a Hey Google booth, and then Samsung put up a <laughs> a screen repair booth, kind of in response to the Pixel 2's launch of a bad screen. It, and some people... Was that on purpose? Yeah. And then... <laughs> really? And then Google put up a, an ad that said something my, my, in... My phones don't blow up? No. <laughs> and it might have said something about... So, translating in Korean. Oh, and I, uh, someone I went with knew what it was, and I didn't go out and look, but sure. it was kind of a jab back. And so it was pretty funny that they're, you know, market fighting outside. Mm, sure, sure. Uh, but I went. You know, we popped through Samsung's booth. Nothing special. We went to Sony's. Someone said this TV was so amazing that when uh, a car drove by, the glare made you. You know, put your hands up and block it, and I couldn't find it. I, it, uh, they're just what four and eight K TVs. It's just I don't know. It looks really good, but no, right. 
I'm not a TV aficionado. TVs at this point, they're getting good. But until we get to some kind of crazy holographic stuff, I don't know if it's going to get that much better. Because right now, everybody is trying to do what you were just talking to me about. Uh, super thin TVs where there's like less than an, an inch. What were like a quarter of an inch? Yeah, they're super thin. Eighth inch. Crazy thin. So they don't, at that point, you can't even put the guts in them. You had to put them in a, a, a base, like a speaker or something like that. Yeah. And I, Which is okay if that's what you're into. But then you also have to, you know, find the content that's for an 8K. And right. that's either expensive, super large, requires big internet, yep. or big hard drives. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't care. I mean, I play Switch. Right. And uh, maybe at some point we will care. But right now, I don't. Cause yeah, I, don't, I don't need. I don't have enough time. I don't think to enjoy it. If I was single, sure. And and had that kind of flexible sure. income. And time to game. Like I'd probably have the PS4 Pro and the Xbox sure. X, and I'd be 4K in. Right. But like I've seen uh, the Xbox X, and I've seen it on a 4K screen, and it is uh, it's good. Uh, for this point in my life, it is not good enough for me to get a new TV and to get a new uh, gaming system to upgrade that little bit of. A oh difference. yeah, no. It's not like the difference in between an Xbox 360 and an Xbox One. It's yeah, that was diff- big. Right. And and not, time, not the beginning, though. Like, I, But that's every agree. console. Every console, they squeeze every last bit out of uh, the system once they get to the At very the end. end. Yep. So the very beginning life of an Xbox 360 to the end of the Xbox it's 360. Huge. Oh, it's massive. PlayStation 2 is the same. Like, right. You remember when I first bought PS2... Midnight Club was on it, oh, and that was blocky. Right. But at the time, it seems amazing. Yeah, and at the end of PS2, I mean, we're talking great squeak graphics, rip. very good solid. graphics. Yes, and that's I'm always impressed with what, what they're able to do with that system. Because when it first comes out, you're thinking this is great, this is epic, and then by the time you get to the end, you look back at the old games and you're like, wow, you didn't even hold a candle to these games. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm hoping for and expecting out of current systems. But it's at the same time, the, the games to me already look so great. I'm not too... The thing I have a problem with on this current gen is that they're so PC part-wise that they can just keep pumping out a new X or a new yeah. Pro every year and it'll be that much better yep. just because they're PC parts and they run on the X86 uh, yeah. hardware now. So... They they don't have to put so much R and D in it. I, I mean, sure. which I maybe know. was their goal. It well definitely for PlayStation uh, because the development was so hard for developers outside of Sony's internal development teams. Okay, similar to maybe Nintendo on the Wii U for sure. Is that that like the risk based processing is so hard to figure out and then. With PlayStation, you know, three it was like the motion engine, all these extra seven cores, and the way they laid the hardware out. No, at first, no developer could figure out how to get how how to utilize, or they ported games from the 360 to the PS3. So they just get the port and make it run, and then they sell it. Well, that's sure. you're not enhancing it specifically for the PS3. Right. So there was just 
so, just too much. Right, because that, that was always the big theory. A lot of people would say back in the day that uh, the PlayStation's graphics are technically better than the Xbox 360, but when I would watch them side by side, like, mm. what are you looking at? Because <clears> they look the same to me, and it's because they never took the time and effort to make it any better because they didn't need to. They were just trying to port it over. They yep. don't care. It's only the people that are making specific PlayStation games that were doing anything beneficial yeah, and like extras. Hideo Kojima with his Metal Gear would always push the system. Like uh, the Metal Gear for PlayStation Two was, I mean, the rain effects and the graphics were just mind- every time he released a Metal Gear, it was just mind blowing. Hmm. Once they made it not platform specific to the PlayStation, it went to Xbox. I was like, screw you guys, I'm done. Sure, this is supposed to be a PlayStation only, and that's kind of when I lost my my obsession with the PlayStation and and loving it way more. Jesse was talking to me the other day about it because he's really, really big into him and really big into Metal Gear Solid. I've never really cared about the series because to me, it just I know this is a stupid reason, but I've always just thought it was too weird. Like I looked at it and thought, ah, I get it, the graphics are cool, but it just seems too weird to me. I'm not interested. But he's big into him. Obviously, you were at one time big into him. And uh, the new Metal Gear trailers and different stuff have come out. And I don't know anything about it necessarily. You mean that new game that... Is all weird with the baby and stuff? Not that, I don't think. I know what you're talking about when you're talking about that weird, weird, weird trailer. But that's not what it is. It, it's, it's a Metal Gear game. Oh, this is that online one? Probably. It was like with zombies, like against zombies. I don't know. I, I didn't watch the trailer. I just heard about uh, one Twitter kind of blowing up about it saying that it looked like crap. <laughs> and, that, and then so did uh, Jesse was saying, this looks like crap. And I was That's because like, the... Hideo Kojima's gone. They kicked him out of Konami. So oh. Konami's releasing another Metal Gear game without him. And I'm, I want to say it was this Metal Gear vs. Zombies kind of Call of Duty-like zombies game. Sure. But Konami also licensed out Metal Gear for a... I'm going to butcher it, but it's like a pachinko, but it's... Oh, really? Push, it's a slot machine in Japan. Sure. And, I mean, it's... Cool looking, but they pe- people, the Metal Gear fans, freaked out. Are pretty much. Why would they done. care? I think they're they well one they're pissed because Konami got rid of Hideo Kojima, and then because that cause I understand that part that would make sense. Yeah, and then they're they think they're kind of tarnishing the Metal Gear franchise because they're just licensing it out to make money instead of keeping well, I mean, it. Like this... there's Batman pachinko games. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I wouldn't get upset. There's freaking everything, right? There's Star Wars pachinko games. I mean, I, I don't understand why they would care. I, I, I get it's it. probably just the complainers that you hear about the internet. Yeah, there's like you know sense. ten of them. That makes sense. So, and that's all it really takes. It's technically just a small group that's and really loud. Yep. Well, that's how I feel like most things are on the internet nowadays. It's just a couple people who are really pissed about something, and then that's all you hear about. When the vast majority is quiet. They think, yeah, this is good enough. I'm enjoying it. Or that doesn't bother me. Or whatever. That's the internet. That's the internet. It's bad. Yeah, just loud and boisterous. <laughs> All right. So, Siesto. Uh, yeah, so Samsung's booth, meh. Sony's whatever. Uh, I went to LG's. They had these cool new displays that are able to curve. So they had this tunnel that was in a wave of effect. Okay, I saw that on the internet. How was that? Okay, was there any point to it besides it just to be cool to walk through? No. Okay. What we said when we walked through was they should have had subwoofers because they had sound and you were like 
zooming around outdoors, almost like, what is that 3D movie theater with the dome? Like that planet Earth. And Omnimax. Omnimax. Yeah, it's almost like an Omni experience a little bit. So if they had subs that rattled the floor, it'd be kind of fun to feel it while you're walking. Sure. But, yeah, it was cool. The TVs are curved. They can curve them, you know, concave and convex, and then they were super thin bezels, so they stacked. I mean, there was tons of them. Who was it last year who had a really cool display? It was kind of the same scenario. It doesn't really Sony. mean... Oh, was it Sony? That Sony had, the... had that kick, sweet-ass... Tunnel thing? Oh, I don't know. They No, they had one on the wall. No, that was not what I'm talking <clears> about. This <throat> is kind of a similar thing, how you walked through this, like, trail thing. Yeah. Somebody, I think it might have just been LG again, or Samsung, had a tunnel that you'd walk into, and then you were surrounded by all these TVs, and then they'd all come on and you'd be underwater, or then you'd all of a sudden be in space. And then huh. they would load it up with people, you'd all go through this like, crazy experience, and then they'd dump them all out and load them up with, with another group of people. It, I don't know if you've ever been to like a, there's a Disney thing like that down in Disney World, where they, you just walk into a room, and the whole room keeps oh, changing constantly. No. Oh. It feels like Samsung's booth this year, when we went in, they sectioned it off to kind of some some sections, but uh, the one guy I was with was looking for the specific TV. We couldn't find it at first. We finally found it, and they had it roped off, and you, they had to wait for so many people to pile up. <laughs> then they open the thing, and you rush into this little section, sure. and it... It just was so crowded, and and since they had all these built walls, it made traffic even worse. It was, sure. I don't know, but I don't like groups of people, so, you know, sure. I'm all crotchety and old. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't walk through the rest, and it's just whatever. And you didn't see uh, Razor stuff? No. They were right next to Stern. I saw, I was looking at their booth going, I wonder if I should walk through there, and then I kind of forgot. God about it. I'm sorry. No, because <laughs> they fine. had they probably had their phone and, and their new right. tablet thing. Yeah, as a whole, I wouldn't have cared necessarily if you would have gone through there because for the most part they just make uh, a laptop or a keyboard. I don't give a crap about that stuff. But I've been really big about their Razer phone. Don't own one, but I want one really bad. I just don't want to change companies. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Sprint Verizon the AT and T. It is fine. I'm not necessarily like a Verizon loyalist or something like that. I just don't want to go through all the effort right now of doing it. But, anyways, I really want this Razer phone. And then they just came out with this per. How do you say the word? Peripheral. Yeah. Yeah. Peripheral. <laughs> yeah. I said, I said it right, right, right <laughs> off the bat. So they came out with a new peripheral that turns it into a laptop. Like, for instance, here, like with this MacBook, um, it would slot in right where the mouse pad is, and then it turns, that powers the whole entire laptop. And the laptop is a little bit smaller, it's not probably as big as this, but it's got a full keyboard, and the keyboard lights up and does its whole cool razor, you know, rainbow yeah, yeah. thing. And uh, therefore, it would also give you a big full screen. See, that's actually usable. Yeah. And it, you can connect a mouse to it. So, in my mind, since the Razer phone is, was heavily built to be a gaming phone that has these really cool speakers, high-performance screen, uh, massive battery, and all this different stuff to be able to handle games, uh, here you'd be able to all of a sudden get this big, huge screen, and all of a sudden all your Android games now would be big. And you'd have, for instance, I'm, I just started playing this newer game, which I think is okay, it's called Battle Bay. Uh, but my thumbs cover up oh, a large amount of the screen. That's the worst. Same thing with like Mario Run. Your thumbs are on it, 
And if yeah. you don't, if your thumb's too greasy or whatever, you tap the wrong, you're not looking. It, it totally re- it wrecks your experience. And that's exactly how I feel about this game is that, for one, okay, like the little tiny area where you rub your fingers or whatever, um, if I rub past it, I'm no longer on the pad now. So now my boat has stopped moving. Or if I'm playing like Injustice on there, my guy won't punch or kick because I'm not tapping the spot anymore because I've moved it a little bit past it. And it's invisible because my fingers are covering up the pad and I can't see it. You, Whereas here, I'm looking at it. I got a mouse and keyboard. I got some different controllers. I could probably plug in a, a video game controller to it if I wanted to. I've, I've suggested that Steve get a Bluetooth controller. I should. And he still it, won't. I, I should just throw in my PlayStation ones at you. What? <laughs> what I what I if I got a razor phone, I would totally do it because I'd play so many more uh, mobile games all of a sudden. But I don't know. So, so that's why I wanted you to see it because I wanted you to tell me about oh, the, the razor. You, you told me about it like on a Friday or Saturday, and I was like, "Shit, I should have went." I Friday, I met someone else on Reddit asked me to go check out. Oh, I'll t- oh, there was a cool thing for from Retrobit, but he told me to go check out something and ask about delivery dates or prices, and I. I never got back on Friday to go ask him at the booth. One more thing before we leave CS, because you probably have some more stuff to talk about. But you never mentioned the fact that you got your name on one of the Oh, okay. So I'm still walking. I'm still walking. So rewind. Screw all these crappy booths. Okay. I'm just blowing by all these drones, because who cares about drones? Right. They had, one booth had about 12 to 16 creepy robots singing Christmas music. In sync with their arms moving, it freaked me out. I, what was their booth? I have no idea. It was just creepy robots. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. All right, <laughs> Animated on, creepy on, robots. So I got this turn. I've never played Guardians of the Galaxy before. But when it got released to the you know pictures on the internet, the the complainers freaked out on the internet on, on Pinside, right? It looks like it's the same as Metallica and Iron Man mixed together. It's going to play like shit. Don't buy it if you already own one of those. Blah, blah, blah. All right. I'm going, yeah, well, they've they've kind of done this before where they reuse a similar layout because the layout, is, like Metallica, plays really awesome. It's one of your best games. So everybody who comes here loves Metallica. It's a yeah, good layout. for sure. And so if the layout, I mean, it's not going to be the exact same. Sure. It's a little different. So I get to the game. I look it over. Oh, sweet. And I put played my first game. And I put my... Well, wait, I was waiting to play my first game on a pro, and this guy just, what, the ball just, he wouldn't drain the ball. Okay, he was playing a long, long, long time. And he wasn't good. He just, and then I realized they had him set to, like, ultra easy or some oh, crap. Oh, something like baby level, sure. Anyway, I got on, I put my name on it, which, after I played the premium, realized that my score sucked, but it didn't on that machine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I started group. Group multi-ball twice, and maybe the, um, what's that orb thing called? The oh, the, the, in the, in the movie? Yeah. I, I, orb I, multi-ball. I don't know what it's called. I got yeah. that started. I sure. put up, oh, I have a picture of it. It's like 38 million. No, it is, no, it's like 86 million. Was it? 86. I'm pretty sure it's what it is. You sent me a picture of it, and it just blew me away. I was like, holy crap! Way to get your name on it right away. You're right. Oh, my bad. 86 yeah. million. Yeah, 86 okay. million. Okay, I don't feel so bad. No, you, you, you um, slaughtered. So I was pretty pretty pumped about that. Uh, so I took a pic- couple pictures and sent it to everybody, my mom. 
that was my immediate thought was I bet you this was on ultra easy. But even but even <laughs> then, even when I thought that thought doesn't matter, still 86 86 million is a huge score nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, on Tron we barely get past 20. And you got your name on the board at CES on a Thursday. Correct. Um so then I went so I played then like a Star Wars Pro cuz that was the next one over and I still am really lukewarm in that game. It I want to love it, but I still can't figure out what the hell I'm supposed to shoot at. Sure. It nothing's engaging in the game. Okay. And to it feels like to like the game a lot, you have to put a lot of effort in to figure out the rule set yourself. Um, know what to shoot for. Where where I feel Guardians is like Metallica, where you kind of hit whatever you want and shit just starts going nuts. Sure. Multi balls are easy. Modes are fun to start. Personally, that's how I feel pinball machines should act. Should, yeah. Because if I hit the ball a lot and I'm not doing anything, like it's not unlocking anything or accomplishing anything, I'm just hitting it and also I look up when I'm all done and the score is like nothing, I just get pissed. I don't even want to play the game. That Yeah, exactly how I feel about Star Wars. Because I feel like this should be like half of it should be uh, happenstance and half of it should be like on purpose. Like I'm deliberately trying to hit this. But if my ball swings off to the side and starts randomly hitting other stuff, those things should all of a sudden start collecting and turn into something. Yeah. So I think Star Wars is probably a poor game for a beginner that's new into pinball because they'll have no idea what the hell's going on either. Right. Okay. But then I played the Guardians of the Galaxy Premium, and I think my pinball uh, luck ran out because then I got 30 million, and I was playing like shit. Sure. But that game... The pro is just, uh, it's kind of like Metallica. The pro plays so great, I'd probably get a pro over a premium. Um, the only thing you really notice is like Groot's hands are covering a bunch of the orbit shot, kind of where you can see. Okay. Honestly, when you're playing and you've never seen it before, you don't really tell any other differences. Okay. Um, there are, the, the inserts kind of can be different colors, where on the pro, they're only one color when they light. It looked visually really cool. Oh, it's a great looking game. Just like Metallica. Really great game. It is not the same. It does not play anything like it. Okay. I, I couldn't hit the right ramp to save my life. Well, first of all, the people who were, who were hating on it, they hadn't had the chance to even play it yet. Oh, no, correct? no. Yeah, just pictures. Right. So it's, they had just looked at it and thought, this looks too similar. It's the same game. Don't buy it. Yep. They, they would take like a playfield shot of Guardians, a playfield shot of Metallica, and then of Iron Man, and overlap them. Same game. Nope. Don't buy it. It's dumb. Sure. But it plays different. The shots aren't the same off your flipper. Mm-hmm. Um, the the code's different, obviously. The story's different. Right. I thought they integrated the screen pretty, pretty good. Like having... When I was watching someone else play, the, the LCD animations are pretty neat. And the music didn't get annoying. They... They've done pretty good being this, you know, there are only a few LCD games in. Oh, so I thought it was a, I thought it was a dot game. Uh, whatever it's called. What are those dot, what is the, it called? The DMD? DMD. No, this is like, I want to say their third or fourth LCD game. Okay. Aerosmith was one, Batman, Star Wars, and Guardians. Yeah, so four. Batman. Batman 66. Oh, oh. my God, they had one there. Which and now that they have new code, I've been meaning to play it because I'm thinking it's one of my you know childhood sure. memories. Maybe I'll sell a kidney and go buy one. <laughs> okay. And sure. uh, 
Uh, I can pl- it's on the other side of that stupid pil- pillar pole thing, so I never... I remember walking up, gotta play it. Went and played Guardians because uh, I wanted to play it really bad, and then I freaking forgot to go play it. was on the other side of the pole. Yeah. Sure. And then by the time I remembered, everything hurt. My feet, my legs from walking and standing for hours. Right. Like, Screw this, I'm not going back. Right. But maybe we'll have to take a road trip. Well, you're having a baby soon, so we won't. But there's one in the cities. Two in the cities, so. Okay. Uh, otherwise... That was CES. Just nothing crazy. On the way home, I played my Switch on the plane for a little bit. And you watch Bright Win on the way there oh, or on the way back? Shit. On the way there. Okay. All right. So, so now we're going to talk yeah, about yeah. Bright. Pause. We are now going to talk about Bright. We finally did our homework. Well, he, you did your homework. So now we can both have our opinions about Bright. Since it's fresh in your mind, why don't you go first? Okay. Uh, okay. And again, just, from the, just so you guys remember... Bright is Netflix's new big title movie that they are pushing with uh, Will Smith. If you haven't seen it by now, you probably don't have Netflix. Spoiler. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, go on. <laughs> um, the problem was I had heard or read a couple reviews before I watched it. And okay. they were overall positive but with negative you know, complaints about, oh, the story of the elves wasn't laid out and this and that wasn't there. Who? What was going on? Sure. And given it's a new IP and stuff, I don't know. I mean, but what's funny was right before I left, so like Friday before I left for CES, I watched The Matrix. Okay. It was on TV or something. Sure. They didn't explain shit. No. So then I I watched Bright Saturday morning, and I'm thinking, this is fine. It's absolutely fine. You you get the racial tensions. You get the reasoning behind it. Yep. We can, you better be able to relate because it happens today. Correct. Uh, everywhere. Yes. And then, um, the, the complaint about the elves and stuff was, I didn't think was needed. It was, it was completely unneeded. No. Well, the complaints about it. Correct. Because no, no, no. Agreed. They, they bring the elves in and they're like this, this higher figure that's too good for everybody. And I was like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I totally get we it. We understand. They're elitists. Not that only are they elitists, they're fucking elves. We get it. They're superstars. We're all humans. They're better than us. And honestly, they were terrifying. Or did they scare you? <laughs> they were fucking ninjas, man. I could I couldn't believe it. Like when they're in the when they're in the what is it, like the 7-Eleven with the car oh, smashing yeah. through everything, I was so terrified that well, we're dead. I don't we can't kill these guys. The best thing that we can do is you just run. You just run and never look backwards. And, and they kept doing it. They kept running. And but I couldn't believe the, that they were able to even kill any of them because all I can think is these guys are freaking invincible. They killed the whole entire SWAT team. Oh. When that happened, it, my mind just blew. I was like, <laughs> okay, we can't kill them. Don't even look back. It Don't almost was too easy. It almost was too easy. They just walk out. Pop, 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 pop. It's oh. like, come on, it's elite SWAT. I mean, maybe they're like the crappy SWAT team, but. Sure. Uh, no, but no, but they're not. But they're not. Because they're the L.A. SWAT team, which is like, and from, from SWAT, which all the movie that we've seen with Colin be. Farrell, they're the superstars. So, maybe they, I feel like they should put up a fight a little bit, but, you know, whatever. You, the point came across. The point came across, they are like Neo. They were to slaughter yeah. everybody. Um, and then the end, you know, kind of, someone dies. That Supposedly, right? The chick dies. And you're right. Like, oh, man, this is reality. Right. It's not the super happy ending. Right. Um, overall, I liked it a lot. I thought it, the quality 
the the visuals were amazing. The, you know, and at the end, when Will Smith and that, I, for, I already forgot his name. I don't remember his name. <sighs> He's an orc. That's all yeah, I know. The, the orc yeah. guy, they became, not friends, but they were definitely. They were definitely buddies, I but guess. They had each other's backs. Right, there you go. They were and, partners. Uh, they were yep, solid partners by solid the Solid partners. And it, and the whole uh, fiasco thing pr- proved its point of bringing them together and. And the whole racial tension between those two, at least, were. Correct. He said he didn't hate the orcs, but you kind of knew he did. Oh, he Be- totally. Hated I mean, he- how about this? He may not have hated them, but he significantly looked down on them. And like, you know how that guy was getting lunch, his partner, and then he got shot. It's like, what do you mean? I- he he just blames him for it completely. And it's like, dude, he was. He was boy. getting lunch. Like, down there, how is he supposed to have your back? And he was getting him lunch. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, the, the, the very fact, when that opened up like that, and like, with him blaming him for him being shot, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. What was he, if He's, you were down there getting the sandwich and he happened to be in your place, is it okay that he blames you? No. Dude. No. He's he's supposed to have magic. Supposed to just boop, 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 everywhere. I, I just I couldn't believe that he would blame him for that. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. If let's flip the scenarios, how the hell is it any different? You idiot. It helped with the the racial tension. Correct. It made it made it make so much more sense. Because like this in this scenario, they're just like the black versus white. Yeah. Oh, so since he's an orc, it's his fault. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Right. You should have had my back. You effed up because you're an orc. Whereas if I was in there. Uh, life is life. Wasn't my fault. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't come out with a shotgun and shoot you. Right. Uh, I think a good turning point in the movie was when what happened? They were at that kind of that house where that elf lady got freaking plastered to the wall with her. Oh, that was nuts. I didn't know what else? I was looking. I didn't at. either. But then, and honestly, no one knew. No. And that's when I realized that when all of a sudden it all explains it, like how she used the magic and turned oh, yeah. her in that weird thing. I was like, okay. Now I get it. We weren't supposed to know what we were looking at. Because I kept looking at, at Allie thinking, do you know what the hell's going on here? Like, what is this? This isn't a person. But they keep saying this is a person. Uh, at the end of that scene, when the cops are in that room. Oh, that was fun. And that orc is outside and they're like trying to, you know, yeah. you, you, you better, we're going to kill him. Yeah. And blame it on him. Yeah. And then Will Smith busts outside and kind of. Oof, one of the like, best scenes like, I've seen in a long time. Yeah, the the game turns, and that was kind of the, I think that was like kind of the turning point of the movie, where they he kind of just assumed, all right, well, I, I might not like him, but it's what the truth should be, right? And I'm going to take the good, the high road. Correct. Um, I am not so evil that I will kill this guy. This quote unquote. And innocent. he tried to. He went out there angry. He worked himself up. He wanted to kill him. One, so he could go on with everything that was going on, even though he thought it was wrong. He didn't want to die. And he just wanted to go along with his ship so that everything would be okay you yeah. know, for a second. So he could live because he wants to see his family. Right. Yeah, so he just he worked himself up, got him all got him all angry, and then went out there and started barking at him, yelling at him, screaming at him, hoping that he would spill the beans. <gasps> Is that when he said he saved a he saved that other orc yeah. because he knew it was the wrong orc. Yeah. That's right. And he's like, because he could smell him. And then he's like, why didn't you tell me? Oh, no. That wasn't right then. No. Because 
he starts thinking about it, I think, and says something like, uh, he starts telling him, how many people are behind me right now? Because I also know all those guys come walking out. And yeah. he knows he's going to die too. Oh, sure. Because they're all waiting right there and he knows that we're all just going to get slaughtered real quick. So he just tells them how many people are behind me. <laughs> or, or gunfight I, was just like... It was epic. <laughs> and then four guys gone. <laughs> it was just epic. And then, to show how good the orc was... He immediately goes into, you just murdered a bunch of people. I have to arrest you now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was like still... Following or Like yeah, following the police protocol. Guy. He's in protocol. He's in following orders. And you broke all these orders. You murdered a bunch of people. I don't really care if you tell me it was for a good reason. I watched you murder four cops. You're under arrest. Um, you think that helped? I think to me it helped. It showed... Well, it doesn't matter. He... he over and over and over again, kept showing that I will do whatever it takes to beat the good guy. Yeah, yeah, he did. Especially, and when was it? Uh, when that huge orc is, he says something to him. Uh, uh, when he when he kills him, right before then, wasn't right before he killed him. It was like after he came, he saved somebody. He did something that was so hor- heroic, and then he said. You uh, are a true orc, or something like that, or I don't know. It was something, it was something like that, and then he responded with, "I know I am." Like he, he just he he owned it. Whereas like orcs look down on him, humans look down on him, everybody looks down on him, thinks he's crap, but he somehow has enough self confidence in himself to know, "I know what I am." Yeah, I'm still good. I'm still a hero. I, don't know. I was I was proud of him. He. He was inspiring to me. At first, I thought he was just this nerd, basically, at first. Yeah, this fumbly, kind of yeah. c- crappy cadet dude or something. And then you start watching him like, get kicked down over oh. and over and over. It makes you angry. It makes it, you feel bad for him. I felt super horrible for him, especially with the, like, the kick me sound in the back. Yeah. And just, I mean, it, it felt like the whole precinct hated him for almost no reason. It was, literally for no reason. It was because yeah. he was an orc. He happened to be an orc inside their system. Because he was the first. And so... Otherwise, I mean, they and then it sh- it shows right where they're arresting that orc and they're just beating the living crap out yep. of him. Yep. I mean, it's just like are you kidding me. And then just Will Smith, you know, just said, ah, "Let's go." Yeah, yeah. And they was weren't they also wondering what are you going to do about it? Are you going to side with this orc? And then he says something like, "All that matters to me is being a cop." Oh, that's right. Because he that's when he asked him. Right. He's like, "All that I am a cop. That's it." I've turned my back against the orcs, basically, because they think I'm crap because I'm a cop. You think I'm crap because I'm an orc. All I have left is this badge. I don't know. It was a great film. I'm excited for the sequel. We'll see what they can do. It. I just got told... What movie was it? Oh, someone's asking about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And they, they said it sucked. I was like, it didn't suck. It was kind of building a story. There might have been some faults to it, but it's like the Matrix. I have problems with it, but as a whole, I like the movie. My brother saw it and said it was horrible. He hated it. One of the worst movies he's ever seen in his entire life. Like kidding? he was disgusted that they even made it. Like he was just he thought it was pure garbage. Guardians? Guardians two. No. It, well, we're not talking about it like a review, but it was. It wasn't that bad. No. I had moments that I thought were garbage. Like, yeah. for instance, in my opinion, 
when they made the scene where he tosses the ball, the light ball back and forth with his father, <laughs> it literally ripped me out of the movie. And I out loud in the theater was like, are you kidding me? It, but see, Peter wants a dad so bad. Correct. So bad. And so that was super corny. And I can understand why people don't like it. However, it really shows like how bad he wants a dad. Right. And I knew why they made it, but I couldn't believe that they made it. Yeah. As a whole, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Little Groot is awesome. <laughs> it should progress the story pretty decently now. Yeah. I'm excited for number... Well, I don't know if they're even going to have a number three. It looks like they're going to be integrated with... The Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably do a three after the Avengers movie. Are we done talking about Bright? Oh, we can go back into Bright. That's fine. You have to get more opinions about Bright. I'm done. It's good. I'd recommend watching it. I can't wait for the sequel. If you don't I don't have watch the problems it, with it. Okay, for everyone who's listening, if you haven't watched it because all of the critics didn't like it or whatever, you are completely missing out on a great film. This movie is really good. If you enjoy The Matrix, if you enjoy Star Wars, if you enjoy Lord of the Rings, you'll enjoy this series. Hey, we brought your game to work. Yes. And we got it up. We got it set up. It looks good. Needs some parts. Needs needs a lot of parts. We ordered some. Yes. Well, what when was that? The that Friday before I left. Yeah, they're not here yet. No. I thought they'd be here by now. I did too. They they shipped, so they they'll be here this week. Okay. We were troubleshooting it to see why it wasn't working. And uh, mainly you were troubleshooting it because mainly you know what you're looking at. I don't know what I'm looking at yet. And obviously, I don't know exactly what I'm looking at, but like. We plug in the game, and in the back box, I noticed the driver board power, the plug for the the power supply wasn't plugged in. When we picked up the game, I was like, "Oh, right! I bet you this is the they just missed it." That was the whole. <laughs> that was. The whole. It's gonna work. Poof! Yeah. That was a cheap game. It's working. Yeah. Plug it in. One coin up. Right. Light uh, part. Most of the lights come on. Game won't credit. The uh, displays don't come up. So we, we opened the back box, and I was, oh, well, let's see if something's getting hot. Right. Because that means that something's locked on. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of feeling the chips a little bit, and I fucking put my finger. This is so dumb. This is so newbie. I put my finger on the transistor for, I want to say, the drop targets. And it's like um, the oval with the coin in the middle transistor, and that sucker just burned the shit you out of my finger. You must have left your finger on it for like a half a second. Or maybe in a full second. Maybe. <laughs> because I didn't see you touch it. I saw you hovering your hand over everything. And I must have looked, looked away for a second. Because I'll see you. Ah! <laughs> and I looked back. And I, I just thought you maybe touched it real quick. Like if I touch something real fast. It's not going to. I'll feel it. But it's not going to like hurt me necessarily. Yeah. Whereas you kept touching it. And kept. I got to run this underwater. I'm thinking. Eh, it's not that big of a deal. Or I, in my head. I'm thinking maybe it's not that big of a deal. Then all of a sudden, you come walking back, and it was all blistered up, all white. I'm like, oh boy, that's a, that's a doozy there. <laughs> yeah. That's a, you must have left your finger on there for a second just cooking. <laughs> Ooh. About the size of a dime. It was, yeah, it was a it dumb was mistake. Bad. And it was like two days before. I was so worried that on the plane ride, it was going to just hurt. But I just ran an ice cube on my finger the, the rest of the day and night. And I woke up, and it didn't hurt. And uh, it popped at CES setting up. Some of our, like, marketing stuff. Oh, so that hurt again. 
No, it didn't hurt. It just popped and then it was wet and then I. That was it. But didn't it still sting whenever you touched something? Nope. Oh, that's good. Um, so we ordered a from Big, Big Daddy Enterprises. We ordered a power supply rebuild kit. Um, everything's original, even though it looks clean. It's all original. So we're gonna we did the troubleshooting from the pin wiki, mm-hmm. and we kind of we found all the correct power leaving the cabinet going up to the head. Right. So like the sixty and the twenty twelve and five. There might be some other ones. But we those all tested fine, so the power coming off the power supply board I think is incorrect because we were getting some values that weren't showing up. Sure. Oh, okay. So we also got coils. That's what they call right. The, the coils are up in front. Did I order those? Yeah. Uh, I thought we did. Oh shit. We may not have. I we were supposed to. How about that? I didn't order the coils. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. So. One of the coils on the left bank drop, like drop targets, the reset coil that pops them back up. Well, wasn't the other one also messed up? The sleeve was. Okay. The sleeve was dirty, but the the sleeve on the left one had melted, and so the like the plunger for the coil wouldn't go through it, so you you couldn't hit them back up. Mm-hmm. So we had to replace the whole thing because I mean you're not right. That's coming out like a pain in the ass. It's gonna be easier anyways. Yeah. So we we needed two coils. And then further up, we were going to switch out that transistor. So we need like <gasps> two transistors. Yeah, I ordered those. And one of them didn't even have a wire soldered on one of the legs. One under the play field. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they did that to try to see if that would fix the the coil lock, lock being locked on. But we'll fix everything. And then um, we'll leave the driver board unplugged and kind of work our way from the power supply over. Because the displays didn't light up either. That's true. But those are like the 60 volt. Those are pretty high power. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we just got to get it back working. And once we get it all working again, then we'll figure out from there uh, modifications we want to do to it. Make it. Making it brighter and cooler. But just the other day, like I was looking at it at work. I thought, I really want to play this thing. It looks really fun. Um, as is. I mean, I do want to upgrade it and make it cooler. But just as is, just looking at it, I was like, I just... I want to play this. And then plus Dustin was saying, when are we going to start playing this thing? I'm like, I, I, you jerk. Uh, eventually, we'll start playing this thing. Just get, give me a second to fix it. Okay? <laughs> um, if I got some surprise, it's like a gift for your first game. We'll see if we'll see if those come. Okay. And then we can uh, clean it up. We'll wax it. Clean it. Clean it, wax it. New rubbers. But we were waiting on that because we might do colored to match. Because you like that. Yeah. Colored ones to match certain sections of the plastics or games. And then lights. Right. I noticed that almost all of your machines all have black rubbers. Um, You have only white rubbers on your old machine, correct? And you got clear ones on Tron. Tron. Yeah. Otherwise, they're all black. Yep. And it is a good look. It's very subdued. Makes everything kind of blend in together, but it is a good look. It doesn't draw attention to itself. Even Tron doesn't draw attention to itself because it's clear. Yeah. Um, I think I might like going in a direction like that, either clear mm, or black. Clear might look good. Although they're currently white, aren't they? I want to say they are. So I guess even so, let's not add a black to it, no matter what. So we're either going to go clear 
or probably white. I'm thinking we'll just go clear, and then whatever cool LEDs we add to it, we'll be able to shine through it better. That's that. That was the reasoning behind for Tron. Was like you would get that cool effect of the lights coming through. That's what I would. That's what I'd like to do because this is this has got this whole roller disco thing going to it, and we got all these lights and disco stuff happening. So I like the idea of having clear ones, letting the light shine out better. You know what we should do is we should get a mini disco ball and that would be bomb. Hang it off the top head and have it like hang there, and then when when you're in Mothla Ball, we'll have it just turn on and start blinding the shit out of you, spinning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a cool effect. Play some f Studio Fifty Four music or whatever. That'd be a cool effect. Even if we just put because there's not a disco ball in there, right? No, no, no. If we could just put some kind of disco ball in there that's not going to get hit so it's going to be like out of range it's not going to get smacked at all because otherwise it's going to be a whole problem of its own but as long as it was you know in an area <clears throat> off track that was protected it'd be cool to have a disco ball in there oh man you're going to have the most modded up disco With fever LEDs aimed at it that way it goes bling and shines off oh my god that, that way whenever we like a multi-ball hits the light the LEDs smack it bling <laughs> Uh, we're gonna do it. That, that looks cool to me. We're I, gonna I, be I, I, we're gonna yeah. be internet famous for this roller disco. Uh, Is that what's called? Yeah, roller disco. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I already forgot. I've been so long. No, that's fine. Um, I don't know. just admin wise, how much longer do you want to go? I don't care. Okay. Well, okay. Since we were just talking about internet famous, I've been trying to stream a lot, gaming wise. Is this from your phone or from Xbox? From everything. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to start streaming more, not necessarily as revenue thing, maybe eventually. That'd be a cool thing to do in the future. But I just like the idea of it, watching everybody else stream. I myself wanted to start streaming content. And uh, so I set up, I was trying to figure out what would be the best thing to do, either on Mixer Mm -hmm. or Twitch. Oh, that's right. Mixer you found, and you can push to, like, multiple stream locations. No. Oh, my no. bad. Yeah. No, so I wanted to know how to stream to everything at one time, because I knew some people were doing it. And there's a program, well, not a program, a website called Restream. And Restream does all the work for you. That's what it was. Yes. Oh, what's Mixer? Mixer is a platform just like Twitch. Okay. So Who's on it? Um, is it gaming or is anybody it... from Xbox is probably on it for one because it's integrated directly with the uh, Xbox is, One. Isn't Twitch? Twitch has its app available on okay. Xbox One, which was there previous to Mixer. Mixer, in my opinion, as a platform as a whole, is better than Twitch no. because it has a lot of cool features that are not even close to being available on Twitch. Like you can multi as a group, stream with each other. Oh, so okay. I can stream with you and two other buddies, and we can all be playing together, communicating, and talking together, and then they can, the viewer can watch all four of us at one time, and then click out and watch just one of us, and click any other Oh, person. that's nice, because yeah. like a lot of, it's like a MLG you, kind of stuff. Right, you get to be involved with the whole group all at one yeah. time, instead of just one per person's point of view. And then maybe you can hear everybody in the background, which would be Twitch. Yeah, or you have to have a, a website a page, you know, sure. loaded up of everybody and you're needing a couple screens. Right. Mixer does a really good job of taking care of everything for you. You literally, from the Xbox, just have to push stream. 
and you're streaming. That's it. Whereas uh, it's not that hard to do it with their uh, Twitch app. You just gotta open the Twitch app and then just you know then click stream. But it's integrated right into the menu for Mixer. You just blam to start streaming immediately. You just gotta set up a couple things maybe in advance for their actual site. That would kind of look cooler. But um, beyond, see, I wasn't sure what I should start streaming on. Twitch has like most gamers that watch it. Mm -hmm. Mixer is a really popular, super easy thing to use. Okay. Facebook has the most potential, but literally no platform to even work with. You have to just make a page and just hope people happen across it, I guess. Yeah, and it's live, right? And it doesn't save. Well, it does save, actually. Oh, it does now? Okay. It does save, which is cool. I didn't know it did, but that's exactly what happens. Oh, okay. You stream live, and it saves it. Um, YouTube has their own kind of Twitch thing. It's yeah. not. I thought it was, but it's not. It's just like a re... What is the word? Oh. Uh, when you're looking at something and they just like put like a new face over it to make it look a little like bit different. Like a reskin? Yes. Retheme? It's just a reskinned YouTube to make it look cooler. And it does. It does look cooler. So that's why I, it's called Gaming.YouTube. What? I thought it was the, this, the YouTube Live. It is just the YouTube Live. Just reskinned. Oh. So, so they tailor it to you, gaming. Yeah, you can go to my normal YouTube page and see all my videos. Or you can go to my gaming.youtube page and it will look a little bit cooler and everything is only the only stuff that's on gaming.youtube is gaming related either live streams of gaming um gaming news gaming uh videos but it's just a reskin of a reskin and filter of youtube so yeah they tried hard then they like segment themselves off to have a gaming di like division Right. And it's, it is cool looking. I'm not saying it's not. I just thought at first when I started going through it that it was their version of Twitch. And it's not. It's just a reskin. Okay. It's cool, but it's just a reskin. Anyways, I didn't know which platform would be best to start streaming on. And that's when I ran across the idea of, I'll just stream to all of them. <laughs> so that's when I found Restream, and they made it easy. All I have to do is... With my laptop in my house, so I'll be on the same Wi-Fi as my Xbox, mm -hmm. I just open my Xbox app, stream to my Xbox app, because it automatically connects to my uh, Xbox. So it will stream my game to my laptop, and then I'll use OBS, which is like a capturing software, which is 100% free, mm -hmm. and that captures my screen, so... It captures the Xbox app that's playing it, and then when it captures the screen, it the screen it automatically sends it to Restream for me. And when it sends it off to Restream, Restream from there splits it off into all four websites all at one time. It sends it to Mixer, sends it to Twitch, sends it to Facebook, and sends it to uh, uh, YouTube all at one time. All I have to do is open the Xbox app and the OBS app, and ha and have signed like logins for all those. But it, once they're logged in. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I mean. Like, right. You just log them in once. Yeah. And, well, I mean, that's pretty easy. Not Facebook. So I have to address that too. The rest of them, you only have to log in one time. That's it. 
Facebook, you have to log in every single time with a brand new uh, stream key. Uh, okay. So it's kind of stupid, but at the same time, as long as you know it in advance, you're fine. But that's why the last couple times I've been streaming, I haven't streamed it to Facebook because I just haven't wanted to take the effort to go, <laughs> go to Facebook, get the new stream key, put it into OBS. Yeah. Or actually put it in a restream. But that seems like a pretty good... I mean, it's free. So as long as you have a everything's completely free. It's really cool. So what about your phone? So with my phone, it's the same thing with the Xbox. Mixer has made it so super simple. You just you download their app, and if you want to stream your uh, video from your phone, you don't have to plug it into your computer. You don't have to do anything crazy to try to get the content off of your uh, off your phone. You just download their, their 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 Mixer app, and then you just push stream. And you automatically start streaming the mixer, everything that's on oh, your phone. Can, does so, it get your audio? Like, does it record your audio? It can capture your audio. It can capture your face. It uses everything that your phone has on it. So your phone already has a camera on it, has a mic on it, and uh, it can stream really easy. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of set up for it. Correct. Now, since it's using all that functionality, plus running a game, it overheats your cell phone and drains your cell phone battery extremely fast. So this is where Steve have this this DIY hack that I think is going to break his phone. So since I don't own a Razer phone, and I, have... <laughs> I love how that's your excuse. <laughs> it's, if I had a Razer phone, my life would be complete. Right, I could stream exactly. Since I don't have a Razer phone, my solution to an overheating phone is I will put it on a tray of ice. So I take out this tray of ice out of the freezer, just set it right in there. It kind of locks in kind of nice with all the cubes. Clink! And uh, it's separated from the cubes because there's like the, the hex, whatever you want to call it, plastic like hex thing. So they're not, it's not getting wet, but the ice is right there keeping the whole entire thing cool. It's like being like liquid cooled practically. Sort of, yeah, like solid cooled. Solid cooled, exactly. Which <laughs> <laughs> just gets you like... Steve has an S7. Uh, we should just get him this little S7 case that just has like liquid nitrogen yeah. inside of it just to keep yeah. it running cold. It literally got so hot that I pulled the the, the cell phone off of uh, off the ice tray, and the cell phone was fairly cool. It wasn't blazing hot to the touch because it will literally get so hot it will burn your hands. I'm not joking. It gets crazy hot, uh, but it had. Melted a good portion of the ice cubes. They were all <laughs> um, Put that in your whiskey. But uh, it worked. I was able to play through a lot of games, whereas ordinarily um, I would overheat that phone so freaking fast trying to stream off of it. If I'm just trying to play a game, it handles it just fine. It will eat up the battery really quick off of an S7. But when it comes to trying to stream and play, it immediately uh, just terrifies the battery it just jumps off a cliff and uh also just sends it into inferno i always thought you only had the s6 but then i think i remember uh you broke your screen and then upgraded to a 7 i got the s7 like a month before the s8 came out hmm. yeah that had to feel good yeah and i have a choice because i needed a phone so it's like well 
Well, plus at the time, I didn't know the S8 was coming out, which is kind of stupid because in this kind of industry, I should have known that the S8 was like right on the doorstep. Well, that's what all our employees say. Right. So it, yeah, I went out, I came back to the office thinking I'm just big shit because I got the new S7. And then <laughs> you looked at me like, the S8's coming out in like less than a month. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Oh, whatever. So it's... I just checked Craigslist for a Razor phone to see if we can get you one cheap. No one's selling them. That's fine. It's It would be hard, I think, in this area to get one unless you were specially ordering it. I asked the T-Mobile guy if uh, the Razor phone is uh, able to work on a T-Mobile. And he's like, I've never heard of the Razor phone. I'm like, don't worry about it, buddy. And I just hung up on him. <laughs> uh, if you don't know that, we're not good enough for you. <laughs> don't worry about it, bud. Uh, I know it works on AT&T. I'll go call them next. <laughs> um, speaking of streaming so and mobile gaming, I started playing this new game called Battle Bay. And I looked it up. I can get it on my iPhone. Okay. So I'm assuming it has cross-play because... The Hawk Squadron did, or whatever that game's called. Oh, it definitely has crossplay. Like, I saw something on it, like, showing, uh, at least that its availability was, availability was for both. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to go get, like, the iPhone 8 Plus. So the screen's so big that my thumbs don't get in the way, and I can blow you up. There you go. There you go. It, either My whole point of, of even bringing it up was, it's one of the more fun games that I've played uh, on a mobile a platform in a long time i enjoy it i think it's kind of fun i don't know how long i'm going to play it because i don't play mobile games usually very long like i've had titanfall assault downloaded on my system for a long time but i also haven't played it for a long time like i'm not going to delete it ever because it's like my favorite mobile game but it's a mobile game still so yeah. i kind of just drop off after a while and well, that's what happened with for me, I'm not a huge mobile gamer, but like Mario Run came out, sure, and I just hammered on it till I 95% beat it. Sure. So like, like a week or two. Like I hammered on this like all weekend. Yeah. And I probably will drop off very soon. Yeah, and then I got the Animal Crossing, hammered on that for 20, 50 hours, and then Animal Crossing. Yeah, it came out. Is it like Frogger? No, it's like Animal Crossing for DS. Like you. You have this camping site island thing, and you pick up items and then pretty much give them to other people that need them, and then they give you crap, and then you go to the other person that needs it. It's just this, like, never-ending loop of picking up crap and handing it to somebody else. Okay. You're just this, like... A courier? Yeah, you're the courier bitch for everybody's stuff. <laughs> and uh, then you realize, I am doing the same shit every time again. I play this game. Okay. And I kind of, I mean, yeah, 30, I don't know. I probably put almost 50, 30 hours. That's a lot of difference, but mm -hmm. uh, I put a bunch of time in. Sure. And then it kind of fell off. Same thing with Hawk Squadron. Played a ton because a coworker at the time played it, and we'd always uh, co-op. And then, yeah, you just like after a weekend of not playing it, you kind of forget about it. I never played with you with that game, but I did play it a lot for like a week. And I, by a lot, I mean like at least probably once a day. Like I played it quite a bit. And I was getting really into it, and then because I never actually got to play with it, I think, didn't we try once? Yeah, I thought so. And we couldn't hook up I, somehow? Yeah, I couldn't find you or something. Uh, I think, so after that attempt and something else, I finally just kind of dropped off because 
one, I wasn't playing with you, and two, uh, it just it's a mobile game. It's gonna lose my attention eventually, so I just kind of dropped off. But I did enjoy it for quite a while. It's a good game. It was good. It just I because when they're free to play and they're kind of they got that buy you know purchases in app, they really make the free people just wait. Like you have to want That's to keep right. playing it. But if you if you jumped in and paid a bunch of money, they would be scooting you along the progression of the game. And I don't want to pay money. No, I I've, I've never paid money in a mobile game. I don't plan on ever playing. I did buy Mario Run. That was like 10 bucks. That's different. Okay. <clears throat> well, yeah, you, you buy the... you paid for a game. Yeah, right? and it was done. You didn't pay for in-game content. Oh well, yeah, that's why I liked it. And people complained about that. I'm going I've spent well over 20 hours in this game. Right. And that's way it's worth way more than $10. If it was on DS, you would have paid more than that. Yeah, what are those, 40 If it was on Switch, you would have paid more than that. Exactly. So it was well worth it. I have bought games in the past for like 2 or 3 bucks. I think I've, the most I think I've ever paid for a mobile game, I think I bought a Need for Speed game that I thought was really good for like 5 bucks. But, um, no, I don't think it was even 5 bucks. It had probably was like $3. And whenever I do that, I always think I'm just throwing money down the drain. It's like, you should have just... Isn't that funny? I, I have the mentality about buying mobile games. It's just, it's just a waste of my money. Right. But I'll go spend 60 bucks on a Switch game yeah. and never play it. Agreed. Agreed. Speaking of which, which is sort of mobile, sort of console, I bought Riptide Renegade from Vector Unit. Did you? For what? For the Switch. Because I wanted to play it on my trip down. So you haven't played it yet? Oh, I did. On the way back. Okay. I forgot I did play it a bunch. And I played it a ton before I left. <laughs> I was crushing through the same How was it? So Vector Unit, they made <clears throat> Hydro Thunder Hurricane on Xbox 360. And they also made a game on Xbox original called Blood Wake. I'm pretty sure. Okay. They are really they were they were known for their water physics, which is why Microsoft had them make Hydro Thunder. Okay, so Hydro Thunder is the, to me, when I first started playing it, and my brother fell in love with it. Correct? Yeah, or Hurricane. Like, or is it like, oh, so it's, so Hydro Thunder Hurricane is when we came in. Yeah. Okay. And once they made the game, and they even released a DLC pack, the Tempest pack, um, I had emailed them and talked to the devs, and I even met them at E3, and they were super cool, and I, you know, I personally want more DLC, another game. I don't know. Microsoft owns the licensing and the rights. So like, I sure. have no idea if it's going to happen. I would love it to happen. But mm-hmm. they're like, well, you know, that was Microsoft's IP, so we can't do anything. Mm-hmm. They ended up making like this bu- buggy chasing whiskey game. And, and then Riptide came out. And Riptide was their jet ski it was kind of like uh, her, her uh, thunder, hydro thunder, it but it was cool. jet skis. And it's to me, it it came out mobile, right? So it felt clunky. It feels oh. odd, but it was it a mobile game where you had to twist it back and forth. You, I think you could, or you could do your two thumbs. Because any game where I have to twist the phone back and forth never functions the way I need it to. Oh, of course not. It just it doesn't steer well at all. No, it, it's such a... It's like the Wii. It was a gimmick that worked pretty well, mm-hmm. but it 
is never my thing. Like I had the GT racing series on my Wii, and I, you know, it came with the the wheel, and it was sucked. You just I used to use the D pad. Mm-hmm. But the Riptide was was pretty good, but I didn't play it too long. I I bought it, and then they made a second one, and I was had no interest. Sure, because it's just you're just racing jet ski like things and doing tricks. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, you're definitely doing tricks. But this new one was called Renegade. Felt a little bit more like Hydro Thunder. It had bigger tricks, more speed, and uh, the maps felt more like Hydro Thunder esque. And changes in the maps were like a tree would fall or a second path would open up. It felt a little more like it, so I was encouraged to buy it. And it's all right. It's pretty good. Okay. No, I'm sorry. So what's the name of this current one? Riptide Renegade. Okay. And this is not the one that's on Xbox One right now. Oh, it is. Okay, it is. It finally came to Switch. Got it. So I scooped it up on Switch. And it's a, it's not fully grindy, but I feel like it is a little grindy because... And I don't mind that. You... If you played through every race once, you might not be able to continue because you hit these, you know, you race these kind of cups and series and then single trials, and then you have to fight, like, you have to race a boss. If you don't beat the boss, you can't pass. But you, know, you kind of have to keep upgrading your your little jet car thing, scooter. Jet ski. Jet ski thing. Yeah. And to do that, you need money and you have to keep winning, but then you. To kind of pay for that, you have to replay levels. Uh-huh. So I replay them to, to uh, get full, like first and everything, to get full money and stuff. So there's a lot of replay, but it's not horrible. Mm-hmm. Once you get, There's a couple levels I can't get first yet, and so I want to break my switch. But and how much was it? Huh. Uh, 30? Oh, God, no. It was like 10? Oh, so it was cheap. Yeah. Okay. So for ten bucks, that's gotta be nothing. I mean, how about this? <clears throat> for ten bucks, it's probably worth it. Oh, totally. Because I just, I mean, how long did I just spend on the plane ride? It was like four hours. There you go. And I played it well before that. Yeah, nine ninety nine. I've spent, I bought it a lot more on a lot less. Yeah. Oh, I have. I've bought games I haven't even played yet. Like mm-hmm. Doom for the Switch was sixty. I played that for about 10 minutes. Yeah, I recently offloaded some games that I know I'm never going to play. Oh, for the X1. Yeah, for the Xbox One. Like, or games that I was hanging on to, like, I have, like, the first, like, for instance, Destiny 1. I'm never going to go back and play Destiny 1. I have Destiny 2 now. And it's not that I think Destiny was a bad game. It's that I have no intention on ever going back. So I was, like, keeping it around, like, as a collector's piece. But... I don't need it. I'm not going to use it. I see. You see all the crap behind me? Is like I have crap. You are more of a collector. So I have all when these it, old when consoles. It, when it comes in, it stays in. But all those games, you just plug in and you can play the whole game. Yes. All these new consoles, it's, oh, you need DLC. Oh, you need internet to play. Mm-hmm. And so in 20 years, are you even going to be able to play it? You'd have to like... Probably not Destiny. You'd have to get, you'd have to hope that they ported it to the next, you know, two Xboxes Correct. later. You would only be able to play it because Destiny is an online game only. It's it says right on the box, online only. And I, so I, in theory, you cannot play this game 
unless you are connected to Xbox Live. Maybe that's why I don't like them. So in the future, let's say two generations down the line, it will never be like GoldenEye, where you plug it into your 360 and you get to play the game no matter what. Or uh, Space, not Space Jam, what do you got over here? You got NBA Jam. You plug in NBA Jam on your old system, you immediately get to play. You don't have to worry if the servers are still up. Oh, yeah. You don't have to worry if uh, anything is out of code. It's just, no, your system's right here. You plug it in and you play. And welcome back to nostalgia. So anyone who might be nostalgic, nostalgic about Destiny 1, two generations from now, they probably will never be able to play this game. That seems In theory. Weird. Yeah, and they might keep it, well, maybe. But that just seems weird. It does seem weird. No, I agree with you. Just because it's different than what we're used to in the gaming world. Correct. Well, Halo isn't one of those games. Halo 1. Halo was for the Xbox. So if you have nostalgic thoughts about it and you want to pop it in, you can put that disc in and play that game and never have to worry about it. Whereas now, Halo 5 is welcome to it. Well, I don't know. Before I open my mouth about you that. Can, I think you can play on LAN. Yeah. Yes, you can. You, you, well, not just that. Halo 5 isn't an online only. Only its multiplayer is online. Yeah. So it you could be completely in a cabin all by yourself and you could play it just fine. We should try it. Well, I, should, I should unplug my internet. There you go. <laughs> Boot it up. But I, I haven't been unplugged from the internet in a long time, so I guess mentally... Oh, plus not only that, me, I have mine downloaded onto my system. So, I don't know if I can play mine without being connected to the, to the cloud. Oh. Shoot. Yeah. I don't think I can. We'll see, but I have physical games, but they still install. Right. Well, mine's installed. But So I don't know if I even need internet, because I feel like I might have to as well. Because all mm. the game disc does now is validate that you own it. Right. That's it. Right. That's exactly it. It's super it. stupid, in my opinion. I mean, I, I get it, right, because you install it to the hard drive, it's way faster. Well, right. It, it agreed. But all it is is a validation key. And I think that's the kind of the same thing with, with uh, my oh, online purchases. For it to validate. To validate. Exactly. Interesting. You so, should try that. You should... Um, honestly, I should. If you have Halo, unplug your internet. See if it still works. And I'll try mine. Because... That would be a really frustrating scenario that I wouldn't even have the physical copy. I would, it would only be a digital form that in two generations from now wouldn't even be accessible in theory because the servers would be down. Now, also in theory, two generations from now, I probably won't give a crap about <laughs> Death, Halo 5 or Destiny yeah, 1. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not I'll be onward and upward from that. But if it was Hydro Thunder, you would care. Oh, a, I just played it the other day. It's a good game. I think your brother just texted me on Xbox Did and he? said, Hey, I reinstalled it. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, he thinks he's so much better than you. That bitch. <laughs> I'm going to have to sharpen my skills up. We're going to have like a Hydro Thunder tournament. You should. Hey, we need to get down to the, that arcade. Yes. And uh, Hammer Hydro. You two should do some... I mean, I'll play it too. But you two on a physical form in Hydro Thunder... The H2 Overdrive. Yeah, H2 Overdrive. You guys should play that. And then we could play um, that Ghostbusters. Maybe it's fixed. We totally need to go down there and play Ghostbusters and play the Net Injustice game. Yeah, I got bigger quarters. There we go. We don't need quarters. They don't take quarters. They don't take quarters. Damn it. 
You you can hand them your pile of quarters and they'll transform it into a card. That's so and you lame. can swipe your card. <laughs> I guess these new kids like it though because they see their parents signing credit cards. So to wrap this up, guys, I want to bring back the fact that uh, like us on uh, iTunes or like us wherever you found us. Comment, uh, tell a friend about us if you like us. Uh, also email us at uh, flippinandmashing at gmail.com yeah uh we want to hear from you we want to know what you think about the program what you think should be different new games that you want us to talk about or anything like that let us know uh, again so that's flipping and mashing at gmail.com uh that's it for today <laughs> all right see you later bye